0: Hi, welcome to an episode of Coffee with Mirko, the podcast where we speak with coffee professionals unknown and, and we just uh, love to just kick back, lean, grab a cup of coffee and just enjoy the conversation uh, with our guest. Today is another special episode, so we're super happy to have Veg and he'll tune in real soon, uh, live from the UK. Uh, he's... Uh, Just such an amazing uh, coffee professional, but just another great, just human. And uh, I see him in the chat, so give him a bit of love and uh, we'll um, get the chat going. If you're new, just welcome. Good to see you. Uh, Feel free to share this uh, into a story, take a screenshot. Always good to see uh, new faces sharing our podcast. It's always available on Spotify and all major platforms. So... I see a few familiar faces, and uh, yeah, Vag should shoot in real soon. Uh, Let's see. Where is he? Here we go.
1: Hey, good afternoon.
0: (laughs) Good morning. See, you're ready. You're awake. You you... You know what's up. Uh, I I just finished the three kilometer run so i'm like i'm on the water uh <laughs> How, you,
1: you look great mate i like your style
0: i'm trying it's uh, it's coming along it's still a year away probably but yeah i'm trying to let them Is go your that's, that's
1: in look. hi
0: hey? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> um first thank you for joining on a monday morning Taking the time, being here is just super good. It's good to see you. Uh, I know there's going to be a lot of people mentioning that you are going to drop some tzatziki recipes.
1: Absolutely. And,
0: uh, I know that I already, I already read a few comments, so we'll, we'll wait for it. Um, first and foremost, London, 2020, November. It's in lockdown, from my understanding. How are you and how is everyone?
1: Yeah, uh, we're today on the fifth day of the lockdown 2.0 here in London. Uh, The coffee shops can only serve takeaways and some of them, they can do delivery as well. Nobody is allowed to sit in. So this is a new era for uh, the whole hospitality industry here here in the UK. Uh, I can say that there are people on the streets are uh, people go out and grab their coffee, which is good, and uh, we're grateful for their support. Um, I know that the coffee shops have taken all the the measurements that they can take to keep everyone safe, keep the staff safe, keep uh, the customers safe. So um, I can say that it's going better than the first one. And We also, I think that we know that if you're a healthy individual and if you if you keep distance. Uh, chances are you're most probably going to be fine. So I think it's it's okay that it's it's going this way.
0: Yeah, and uh, it was obviously quite, you know, obviously from this side of the world, it's, uh, it's you know, it's been a bit of uh, tough news. You know, obviously i got family in Europe and yourself too. And it's like, you know, we are walking out of it after seven long months and you guys are going back in it. Uh, big shout out to... A man, Lewis. She just—he just moved back from Melbourne back to London, Whoa. like a matter of weeks ago. And uh, yeah, poor, yeah, poor guy. But he's a good
1: guy. <laughs> yes. too. I'm sure he has cool stories to share. Yeah, shout um, out
0: to Vag, I think I never had someone on the show as prepared as you because <laughs> you are prepared. You know already the first question probably. Um. Could you tell us your coffee journey, how it started, where it's going?
1: Yeah, of course. I think that's probably the first time I I tell my story public, so <laughs> that's gonna be a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I started in the hospitality industry when I was 19 during my uni years. Uh, well, in in Greece, where I grew up and I I studied, uh, we studied during the the winter time and then during the the summer break we have three months of summer break and we normally uh, find a job, make some money, so we have some money to spend uh, for the uni, right? So I started working as a waiter uh, in a very small local coffee shop, um, but I. Of course, I was trained by the most senior one, the person that was, uh, you know, there for six, seven, uh, eight years, that was training everyone. Blah 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 blah. But the the problem I had was that most, the majority of the coffees from the customers were coming back. So when I was telling to my trainer that people are returning their coffee, something may be wrong with our coffee. Maybe this is a last problem. Uh, then she told me, "No, no, no. This is how we make, we make coffee. I've been trained in Italy. Blah, blah, blah." No offense, of course. <laughs> and then I decided to to book a seminar, a coffee seminar. And then after I did my coffee seminar, then I told myself that I knew nothing, <laughs> so I started from there. And after, uh, since then, then I haven't looked back. Um <coughs> That's it, and then yeah. I'm, finally, well, I'm. Now,
0: and how long? I mean, and then obviously you moved to to the UK, which was probably the yeah. biggest board move. And I think uh, absolutely,
1: I think that, yeah, I moved to the UK two and a half years ago.
0: Yeah, and I think that often, uh, someone made me think about it. Is recently, we underestimate, you know, because we're young, because we, we we we're busy in the head, and we are not we're really like uh, doing things, but. It's not really something easy. Um, Obviously we, you know, we are more privileged than people who migrate on, you know, on boats and things. But, you know, like still, it requires uh, the hustle of uh, learning a language on the same boat as you. Visas, uh, getting a job because your English is not good enough or, you know, like your visa status. And, you know, like, (laughs) Mateo's mentioning, what about the Greek army? Uh, I want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's like, it, it's tough. So, like, I think your move was, you know, a big move. Um, how did you find it to just, you know, drop everything and just, like, chase your coffee sort of dream and path and uh, all the way to, to London from, you know, the mm. war of Greece? Such a big jump.
1: Yeah, that's that's a very good question. And, well, things... Uh, uh, were very unexpectedly different. What I mean by that is, b- back in Greece, if you were a, if you were a good barista, if you are a good barista, then people know you. You know some other people. You can easily find the job through a phone call. Like even if I had to fly to move from my island to the mainland, then I I would give a phone call to a few people. They would find me a job. And and when I moved to the UK, I I had also four SEA certifications, but I didn't help uh, at all. And it took me a a month and a half to find a job. So I I thought I was a good barista in Greece. I still think that I was a good barista in Greece. But here in London, I was no one. So actually, nobody knew me. I knew no one. So I told myself that I have to step up my game. I have to go there. And show first and foremost to myself that i 'm as good as I believe I am, and then if I am good, then people will see that, and they will appreciate it, appreciate that, and they will probably hire me or uh, offer me a job or something to work on yeah and that and month a and the, the very painful month my friend so of course <laughs> be pay-
0: of course, and i think I think um, I think it's also worth to mention the fact that not only is painful on a um, like on a financial point of view it's it's mostly mentally painful and taxing because all the sudden you're self-doubting yourself and you're putting yourself questions am I good enough which is never oh I mean I hate the word never it's rarely a good place to be um, uh, you know because you can go real real deep and dark so I think that You you, you flipped around quite well. And what what sort of advice do you have, I suppose, when when it comes to people who are in the same boat as you, going to a new country and trying to get a job? What what would you say is your top three uh, recommendations?
1: Yeah, good question. Um, I would highly advise to uh, employ yourself with a lot of patience. Patience, patience, patience. And also, don't be scared to message people it's something that you you always like you, you say that all the time it's like the worst case scenario is to not get an answer or like not get a not get a reply but you, you you don't lose anything to just dm people and I believe that if you're good if you're a good person if you're a humble person, you will attract people that live where, that believe what you believe you will attract people that are as good as you and they want to be around and surrounded by good people so you will eventually find something that suits you just be patient have a plan B, C, D as we have in competitions like and uh, things will definitely go well don't give up in the first week not even in the first month if you have a problem (laughs) DM me
0: (laughs) (laughs) and to add to that I think there's, there's a couple of other ways to look at it as well which is uh, I, I, I really think that even the fact that I think that we put a lot of value when it comes to money uh, but I think that there are chances for you to sort of say hey, you know what? Give me a chance. I'll work for you for free a month. I'll show you what I'm worth and I need your call. Um, and, and like you said, if you're good very likely they're going to keep you. They're going to invest in you because you become an asset for their for their business, and I think that's definitely something that I don't really see often. Um, but that could be definitely another uh, level of, uh,
1: you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't be afraid to work for free. That's a, that's a a good takeaway message to to always have in mind. And just things take time. Like yeah. being a barista, being a barista in London is like you're one of the million baristas. Like. <laughs> it of course it will take time yeah maybe no, part, it will take more than you think that it will take but yeah. be patient. Let's, look,
0: let, let's look at what ho- home baristas do right i mean we should learn a couple of things from them home baristas they go to forums they go to events so on the flip side someone looking for a job as a barista i mean nowadays it's a bit difficult with covid but go to cuppings go to free events go to coffee shops that you love and take a couple of stories and be, maybe the owner of that shop sees your Instagram. Uh, just just be connected in the network in that city of coffee because then it's all about one conversation. Maybe you're at a cupping and then you talk to uh, Matteo and turns out that, hey, look, uh, you know, we're looking for a barista. We're looking for weight stuff. And, and then you create this conversation because it's how when you first knew to a brand new city, foreign, and you're like alone, because we are alone, uh, you know, so I think that's the other element that could be interesting.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and we can, we can understand that even speaking to someone, or approaching someone, can be daunting, can be terrifying, but this is the point that you need to, like, overcome this barrier, and like, you, you don't, you don't lose something just to say, hi, how are you, that's, that's what we do with our customers, right? We don't know them. They, they, they paid someone to buy a latte from us, but they, we ask them, "How how's your day going? And they, how's your family? like? I think we should do that more often in our everyday life. That's what I it, really...
0: 100%. And, and often in these cases anyway, you're in a very familiar, comfortable place where very likely you have people who share the same passion. So if you go at a cupping, uh, you know you can talk about coffee you know there's coffee lovers there there's no people who, who, who are not interested in coffee so it's your people you speak the same language already as far as passion goes so it, you know it can become quite interesting and look Matteo just dropped perfect message we met at in actually good to connect people in the that's scene great. Thanks, Louis. that's great yeah so it, it, that, that's and we always talk about us being in the people industry and sometimes you know we, we don't do it right and I get coffee shops all the time asking me, do you know any head baristas? And it blows me away. I think it's just so interesting because, you know, baristas should be, like you said, DMing 10, 15, 20 new shops constantly. Uh, That would be interesting space. And and lastly, on the job point of view, uh, this is just hot tip for people listening. Do not underestimate for one minute LinkedIn. I think Coffee shop owners, especially like multi-sites operations, who are always churning stuff, turning them over. Uh, they always, you know, comment, engage with businesses on LinkedIn. And I, I, I think that you can add value there by posting some thoughtful blog posts rather than just pretty Latin art pictures, which is fine. Uh, but I think that, that creates an extra leverage for you to be able to potentially get a potential new job or an interview um anyways
1: yeah and what Go you on. just said is so interesting that the shops ask you that means that they trust you and your opinion that you you know people who are uh, like um good enough and uh, yeah your recommendation will be like worth it so that, that that's props to you man
0: well, i just posted I just posted a story, yeah, uh, because someone's looking for, for a barista role, full-time job, paid, and, you know, so far I've received zero DMs, which is fine, which means that all the people i watched, they've probably got a job, which is that's great. Cool. <laughs> so that's good, um, and also people watching, not necessarily in Melbourne, so that's okay. Um, but anyway, so we moved, so you moved from Greece to London, big shock. And just whilst we're on Greece, even though we're not going to make comments about tzatziki, even though I know that that's what the boys want. Um, you know, I ask this question all the time, and we'll keep it short. If I come to your you know, uh, grandma, grandpa, whoever it is in Greece, how should I expect the coffee to be made in an authentic Greek household?
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. In Greece the traditional coffee we have is called, of course, Greek coffee. (laughs) Like in Cyprus is Cypriot, in Turkey is Turkish. Well, it they all fall into the category of Ibric Chesre coffee. So you have this Ibric, very finely ground coffee, water, you let it boil, and you drink it with a packet of biscuits, and then you sit there for a couple of hours, talk about life, have interesting conversation with your grandma, with your uh, uncles and yeah that's an everyday routine three cups of coffee a day we don't do mocha as you do but uh, greek coffee is. and actually during quarantine i started doing a, a greek coffee ibri e- coffee at home with uh, my hand grinder and with a specialty coffee and i can say that they they taste pretty damn delicious so give it a go uh,
0: there you go uh, uh you know how i'm all about the experience so it's uh it's really refreshing to hear that you've you know created more coffee in in your authentic authentic way and andre hey andre just said hey, yeah. I met so amazing Greek baristas they are amazing especially when it comes to hospitality so good. There you go. Thank you, you have you. it in the blind. Um big love andre. I know you're stuck in Europe. Uh, but anyway. Um yeah okay and what about if I come to your place right now? What's your to go to, Calf? And what are you working on right now that during lockdown in projection of potential new competitions? Because that's the next topic anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, good question. Um, yeah, so the company that I'm working with, Watch House in, in London, UK, we launched our roster during the first uh, lockdown in March. We reopened the shops, though, uh, in August, which means for those three months, we were constantly um, roasting batches, testing batches, uh, toasting batches. You know, Not all the coffee taste good, but uh, we managed to reach a point where they taste delicious. So I was very uh, very fortunate to try a lot of bad roasts or bad coffees until we reached the point that we drink the good ones. So you tend to appreciate the hard work that the roaster has to put in order to, to roast the coffee properly and expertly. So I, I was lucky to taste all the the test roast and the test batches and um, different uh, compositions of blends. So that, that was a big learning curve for me. Now regarding the competition, uh, we, we know here in the UK that the competition will be postponed until late 2021. So we, with the competition team here here in the company, we we had two approaches to follow: either we don't do anything about that, and we start uh, uh, training for the competitions when we have the dates, or we start training from now and have this one year ahead of us to like properly train and have all the time that we actually wanted to have all those those years of uh, competitions and I think I think for us. Like, honestly, competition is more like a mindset, which means, like, you go to the training center, you switch off your phone, you stay there for half an hour, one hour, two hours, five hours, depends on your style of training, and you you do your thing, and then you you, you walk away. It's not like, uh, I have a day, it's, I'm going to train for two weeks, and then whatever comes, it comes. Now, for us, it's more like we we go there, we have a plan. Like, you go to the gym, you have already your workout in a sheet of paper and you go there, you execute, you leave, go home, spend time with family, wife,
0: and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> yeah. And, and from from your, um, oh, well, we got some questions here. One is the uh, cheeky oh. one. Is it time for Freddo?
1: Always a time for Freddo. Uh,
0: so <laughs> <laughs> and uh, here we got some good questions from that. Uh, During your time of competing, what is the hardest error that you have faced and how did you overcome it?
1: Mm. The hardest error and the the hardest mistake. Um, Yeah, I think my hardest mistake, like my biggest mistake was that I couldn't believe that I wasn't allowing myself to believe that I can reach Far or I can hit a good position. Uh, in other words, I I wasn't allowing myself to dream big. That I can manage to get there. I can be one of the best, or I can be amongst the like the professionals in, in the industry here. And that that was a that was a mistake, and that stressed me a little bit. And I was just like diminishing myself. I I could I wasn't allowing myself to see my potential. That was a, a big one. Even though I, I believe that I can do that, I, I, I wasn't allowing myself to believe, believe in it and go f- uh, like, uh, fully hard on it. But yeah, now, after this competition, the same- then things changed, which is good.
0: Well, I guess the second question attached to that would be, hang on, did you come to that conclusion by yourself or someone told you that you should dream bigger?
1: Oh well, yeah, no, de- definitely not not by myself. Like uh, for my for, for this competition, I had a, a full team behind me, and I'm very lucky and proud and grateful to uh, to to have such such a team behind me to support me. Like my coach and uh, uh, the whole team were were telling me, like, "Man, you can do that. You can. You go there. You have worked hard for it." you can go there and smash it and you deserve to be there. But like, I was like, yeah, whatever. Like in two years, you cannot do much, like uh, maybe in 10 years time or in five years time and stuff like this. But, um, yeah, then I had to let my feelings go and fully trust my team. That was the key. That that was the point that I clicked and everything changed. And then I, I relaxed and I just performed on stage.
0: Well, and you've obviously done fantastic, I think. We, we can all say that. And uh, the next question is very special because it's your question. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your biggest inspiration in competition and in life? Oh, man! <laughs> hey, you asked the question, Vasquez, you got the question. Hey.
1: Yeah. Um uh... Yeah, mm. good question, Nico. <laughs> uh, I think that nowadays I the same people I take inspiration from regarding coffee. I take the same, I draw the same inspiration about life as well. I am fortunate to to have people surrounding me like like big coffee professionals like people that I have tremendous um, uh, respect for, and I I, I fully believe what they, they tell me, like people like Dan Fellows, people like uh, Paul Ross, Matt Winton, he, ma, hey, Matt, like they, they were kind enough, and I'm grateful for that, like to answer to my DMs, speak on the phone, uh, tell me their honest opinion, And that really is what kept me going and allowed me to, like, uh, go there and do my things and stuff. And the the funny thing is, with all those coffee professionals you actually have interviewed in your show, most of them, they still say that they're trying to find the balance. They're struggling with stuff. They're doing their best. They're constantly working on on, on things. And what I tell to myself is that if these guys that in the industry for 20 years, 30 years, they're big names, big stars, they are struggling, then I shouldn't complain at all. I I should just go there, put the work, put the hours in, and um, hope hope for the best. And that's what I try
0: to do. Uh, Yeah, look, I think it's safe to say that you've definitely got... I don't know in England if they say it, but in Australia they love saying your head well screwed uh, in the sense of uh, um, like, you know, you got such a good mindset, you're super young and uh, yeah, since we met, obviously just through through online means, like uh, you're so present in the coffee community, but you're helpful, you were on the global coffee table, you humble bozo, you you work out and, and then the I appreciate you because I know know what it means for you coming from a certain um, cultural aspect and expectations, uh, you know, and I know it's not easy necessarily always to deal with that back home and uh, and then, you know, putting yourself at play. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Putting yourself at play and go out there, expose yourself. I mean, talk about, you know, it's it's great. It's great to see. So, you know, props to you for sure. That question I had to ask because you always ask it, so... You know, <laughs> um, the other question, because it's almost pretty much halfway through. So, you know, already the answer, you're probably already ready for this question. Who
1: would you to dinner with?
0: Uh-huh. If you could, Vag, who would you like to have dinner with?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to, be co- to be completely honest, I would like to go uh for dinner with a guy called Simon Sinek. Uh this is one of the my first the first people that I I listened to, they started talking about empathy, start talking about being kind, start talking about uh figuring out why you're doing what you're doing. And that really that is really the drive, like si- since two years ago that I started like actively listening to what he's trying the message he's trying to spread and I would like to go for dinner with because I would like to ask him like how he's doing and uh, what project he's working on and since he figured out his why how his life is transformed and actually I would like to ask him what is he currently struggling with because I'm sure he he is struggling with stuff and I'd like to I'm so curious to see what project he, he works on and yeah. And of course regarding the coffee, I would like to have dinner with you because you're a definitely a, a people's person and I am so like I'm so curious to see what are you going like what's going on with you, Mirko?
0: I hope <laughs> I, I would I love to have dinner, to, dinner with you too. Hey?
1: I hope I can travel to Australia and uh, go for a dinner together. I'm sure you have likewise to share.
0: Likewise, and also it means that you win UK versus championship, and you come to hopefully maybe WBC Melbourne one day, I don't know, or I'll come yeah. to next year in Europe. But um now I appreciate you answer, and I'll, I'll check out Simon Sinek actually later. Uh, so thanks for that. Um, and, well, I think we can, uh, you know, empathy, kindness, being humble. I think they are such a basis and foundation of, our industry, um, and I think that connects super well with the question that Vika asked about what What advice do you have to give to those baristas who want to be more successful? I'll let you answer the question, but I mm. think that empathy, kindness, is definitely up there in the list of things.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and practicing empathy, like. Onto the customers and onto the team is is something very hard. It takes a lot of courage. It's not easy, but it's definitely teachable. And like you, you can't train yourself uh, on that. And the way I'm training myself on that is just by uh, being behind the bar, uh, speaking with customers, trying to help when I can or at least not be a pain when I shouldn't be, and. Um, just the constant, the constant, um, the constant discussion with, with with the team, and ask them how they go, how how things go, how things are uh, at at home. Trying to not get upset with anything happens. If someone is, for example, on their phone during shift, maybe uh, there's something going on that he needs to answer. We don't need to go hard at him and they give him like a punishment or something. Like it's more like it, 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 it made my life be more relaxed and more like chill out and not the first th- thought that comes to my mind to be a negative one. So for me, practicing empathy is a top priority and uh, when you're a barista and being, being kind to people is like, first of all, it, it costs nothing <laughs> be, being a decent human being it's very hard to be one absolutely but it it cost uh, z- 0 dollars and uh, it's probably uh, one of the greatest things that oh yeah
0: 100% and and i think again when it comes to the defines the success it, you know you know how i always say if you sleep well at night time because you you're content and you know uh in harmony with yourself then then well fuck it. it's just it's just you're winning um obviously maybe Rizvika wants a more practical answer but i think mm. the obvious ones are there uh keep practicing um network social media put yourself out there uh do something that someone has never done and try to get some people's attention and then depends what what you want you know do you want to success succeed in competition uh, in business, because you want to open ten shops, you just want to get a job, a secure, safe job in a country, yeah. that's not yours like then, based on those answers, then you can kind of narrow down things you need to. but I think what we just spoke about is yeah
1: yeah'm yeah. sure that one last thing that I want to add to what you just said is that i I know that there are good people out there that they are willing to help they're willing to help you. They probably won't ask for any money. They do it because they love to do it. They love sharing their knowledge. They want to uh, welcome more people into like, their, their vision or their team. And I'm sure that if you put the hours in first, you show people that you're a dedicated person, you're a humble person, you, are, you know what you want to do and you know where you want to get, then you, you will find the people that will support you. At least that's what happened with me on my competition. Like, and um, I'm very grateful for that, how, like, having people believing in what I, what I did. Uh,
0: yeah, and look, I, I've, I'm about to finish a book, uh, which is called The Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, and he talks about success and how, you know, it's not necessarily always a scientific proof of what he says, but there's so much to it. Uh, Your cultural background, which year you were born, what month you were born, uh, the, the dynamics and the circumstances around you. So, you know, he was talking about Bill Gates' story, for instance, one of the biggest stories in the book. And, you know, Bill Gates was also fortunate to be in the right spot at the right time because he was able to have access to this one in, you know, like no one had this kind of super computer and then he punched in thousands of hours of practice. So... That was lucky. If he was born three years earlier, he would not have had the same access at the same age. No, absolutely. So, and they made a calculation that it takes about 10,000 hours of practicing one thing. And then and then I actually found interesting part of the books. Sorry to take over a little bit, but I, found, I think it's super cool to share. Uh, there's a reason why certain uh, Asian countries are better at maths, for example. It's actually not because they're from China or Japan. It's because actually how they say the numbers in their language is so much easier and more Mm. logical than other languages so instead of having 11 12 13 14 it's one two one three so you just need to learn one to nine and you're good in fact they usually have an extra two or three numbers of memory of of of, of a string of numbers over in western languages so Success is also defined by your surroundings and it's anyway, uh the book is called Outliers. Uh I think it's like five bucks on Amazon as an ebook. Anyway, back to us. Uh, we got lovely um few lovely comments. What's inside will definitely show and no one or nothing is on your way, it's just you. I think it's beautiful. Um thank you all for sharing. Veg, um what do you want to talk about? Because I think the scene is yours. Uh, I think you're a guy that has a lot to say. I have plenty of questions, but what do you want to say?
1: Yeah, I want to say that, well, the question that most of the coffee professionals here in the UK have, or like the the, the worries or what's it's troubling their mind is what, what's our next step? We're working like five years in the bar, behind the bar. And we're we always and constantly looking for what's next, what's the next goal to chase, and what's uh, whether we see ourselves in two, five, ten years from now. And COVID is is actually the reason that me- messed up a little bit with our brains because we used to think a uh, think two, five, ten years ahead, and COVID changed all, all all of our plans. And what I have to say, what I want to say about that is that COVID at some, at some point will pass or we will get used to that and we will continue to live with it. But that, we shouldn't allow that to, to mess up with our brains and our, our, our hearts and our, and our goals. We, we, I think that we should continue to, to work hard, set up new goals, pivot if we need to pivot, change direction if we need to change direction. But at some point, we will, we will reach the harbor we want to reach. And as long as we stay together and we continue to support each other, we we will do great things. And Love trying to fi- trying to find people that believe in our cause and want to do cool stuff as well. Um, I think I think that's the key. And uh, Sasa Sestik said something very very interesting in one of, of his po- podcasts that we all have one pizza and we will all uh, uh, share it. And I find that the ve- ve- amazing we have one pizza we don't have like a thousand we will share them we have one and we're all together in this
0: 100 percent. and uh, to touch base on that before i read andrew's comment uh you know i had a couple, i made a couple of beautiful friendships in the past few months with some german people and uh, uh and uh one of them you know it's quite you know the the lockdown was a bit daunting even though it's not as strict as other countries but and I think it's important to share what I kind of shared with her, which is like, it's difficult and, you know, granted health and, you know, well-being and, you know, obviously and, and financial hardship. That's not the case, maybe. I think it's a great chance to do, pick up those projects that you keep putting off because you've got more time in your hands now. Absolutely. to look. Yeah, you know, like, we don't need to look... Anywhere further than where we are now. Like, uh, you know, my setup for this podcast is literally a glass jar where my phone is sitting on. Uh, that see there's no fancy microphone. It's my kitchen in the back. It's an Instagram. And this is the 97th time that we're doing this. Uh, but I've always put it off. I always wanted to have something like this. And then COVID it, I was like, fuck, like I think it's a great opportunity. So, where is baking? start a tiktok account because you got some moves or you know you want to share i don't know cooking skills or whatever or you want to start something you want to start a blog you want to start pottery or i don't know embroidery or drawing and you keep putting it off or you know and then give yourself some love and some self suiting uh days when days are harder than other days uh, some some are bad some are good some are just average days uh just, I don't know, have a nice warm bath if you got a bath or shower with some essential oils and treat yourself, have a, have a spa day, you know, order some takeout, maybe treat yourself with some delicious food or buy the bag of coffee that costs an extra euro or two because, you know, we, we deserve it and we shouldn't be hard on ourselves. And like you said, it's just something, you know, we all adapt to circumstances, you know. The, you know, the world survived... First, second world war, Chernobyl, uh, hurricane. There's a huge hurricane now in Panama, which is impacting our friends at 90 plus severely. Uh, my heart goes to them, you know, like and they will survive and they will thrive again. Same with COVID, 9-11, like we can, we can go on and on. So granted health and financial uh, you know, stability, I think there's, there's a lot of positive in this
1: yeah absolutely absolutely. uh let me ask you one question uh, Mirko if you would like to if you wanted to change something in the coffee industry or in the specialty coffee industry, what would that be
0: <laughs> uh, That a good question i uh, know it's it's actually here <laughs> you know it's here <laughs> um, um there's a few uh first of all base my answer on to Melbourne. Um, I think... Man, so many options here. Um, can, can I... I can the I, can I just... Want, oh, fuck. Oh. To improve... Oh, man, this is a hard one because I have, like, so many things up here. Um, I just think... I just think overall just... You know, treat every single customer like if it's your first one every single day, every single time. If we're talking about playing service, I think that's great. It's, it's just it, it's just back to basics, you know? It's just uh, uh, your job will be so much more enjoyable. You're going to have so much more out of it. Uh, service will just go up notch. Uh, just treat every single person that walks through the door like the first customer on the first day ever of work but now you might have the skills to pour and talk to steam and talk to uh, calculate the change and talk um and interact with them and just add value to them and their day whether it's a 15 seconds conversation or 15 minute conversation try to add value to uh, you know then then yes they will see why they should come to your shop rather than the you know the one dollar uh, convenience store shop nothing wrong against with one dollar if you know people are in need for business i get it but like 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 you know um then they will see it otherwise if they just walk in and just get a more expensive cup of coffee and nothing else well yeah, uh, flavor goes so far really like you know like flavor yeah, goes absolutely. so far and for these many people so that's probably one thing uh but then again a few but not because it's wrong it's because i think we should stop being afraid of speaking out loud about stuff because mm-hmm. it's it, we're not talking in a criticizing way we're not talking to say you're bad she's bad he's bad oh you're doing it wrong we're talking about hey how can we make it better like it's, it's all about progressing look at technology it's all about yeah how can we make the next best iphone the next best samsung the next best google Pixel? that's all about that so I think that's that's something that uh,
1: mm. yeah yeah. So having a common goal as a team or like as a as a company yeah. Be bringing more people into this vision yeah that's a good one that's a good one Mirko.
0: <laughs> you asked the question. <laughs> I was expecting something like that from you. I knew I knew I knew something was coming. Um, and uh, before we carry on just just some love from. Uh, Andres saying, so happy to be back following the live sessions, thank you. super cool to give the youngsters a platform to share their big points. They are the future. Indeed, I always say it. It's my life mission. No matter how old I am, I'm gonna be supporting the young people. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm,
1: and, 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 and because we're speaking about Andre, I want to say him a big thank you because he, he's actually one of my biggest inspirations um, when it comes down to competition. And he, like, Andre was pulling 400 expression shots a day for like x amount of months for like his preparation for the wbc and that's something like uh i'm still like shocked every time i these words come out of my mouth and that's a drive for me to keep working hard and if you can do it then i can i'll try to like do it and maybe do more than that Uh, yeah, you never know when you will inspire someone, or someone will get inspired by you because of like one you word you said, or like a minute of your time you devoted to someone, and I find that very fascinating in life in general. Like, a mean, one minute conversation, a fifteen minute conversation, or a, like a phone call or a Zoom call can you know, trigger someone's mind and make him like change his life and his route completely. That's uh,
0: and, that's, and uh, to add to that the trick the number one trick and it's super difficult to master the minute that you're on that side giving that minute and phone call do it without expectations
1: absolutely
0: the minute you have expectations being well i helped this i mean a little bit's okay if someone is rude to you you can't say well really help that person but you know at the same time just you know not having expectations for sure uh, it's it's a big one but and then we go but, great advice guys and sorry, just yeah. a second. Yes, love yourself. Be your biggest fan, baby. I love it. Cool. Sorry, carry on.
1: Yeah. Don't you think that it feels it feels good when you give something without expectations? Isn't it something life-changing, like, for you?
0: Give yeah. something because sorry. you want
1: give something to help someone because you like you expect to get something back, and then if you don't get it back, then you get frustrated, and then that that takes so much energy out of you, and like it feels like... Mm.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's it's almost you're almost wasting your time the minute that you have Absolutely. expectations from that minute five minutes conversation, and that's the same applies to you know uh, handing out a cup of coffee when you're behind the bar. If you have the expectation that someone will always say to you, "Oh my God, this is the best coffee in the world," man, you you, it's game over after six hours. Uh, b- because you should just uh, pull out, and you know, you don't know what they're gonna get back to you. with. they might get back to you and say, "Hey, this is really bad," they might get back to you and say, "No matter how you how good you think you are, you know, if you have only expectations of even in competition, if you have expectations of, you know, winning, well, yeah, I mean that's gonna be that's gonna be that's, tough.
1: You, you you'd better master losing <laughs> because. I mean, there are very rare scenarios like people smashing into uh, on their first year and shout out to Matteo that he he did that, his first competition, he took the first place in the UK Brewers Cup but most of the normal people are not God like uh, Matteo Then it, it takes so many losses until you, you reach the top and when you reach the top then you appreciate the hard work and I think Del Harris was say, saying something similar that it's the accumulation of, one of those years of training that when he went to the world, he, he smashed it and he took the trophy. It's not... It didn't happen overnight, I'm sure. No,
0: no. no. And, I, and that's with going back to the book, you know, 10,000 hours, that's that's a long time. Uh, if you start making some maths, like 10,000 hours is a lot. And I don't think that I've done anything, nowhere near 10,000 hours. Like maybe... No, nah, not even talking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've talked for thousand hours. But I'm talking of, like I, I can't think of anything uh, that I've done that I've mastered after 10,000 hours. So that's, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, look, we've got about nine minutes left, which is, I know, time flew. Uh, you probably already know the last couple of questions <laughs> because you've heard a few of this. Um, thank you for coming first. I know it's tough. Mm-hmm. I hope that you didn't compromise a a very precious shift during these tough times. I hope so. Uh, My
1: manager was kind enough to solve a shift with my colleagues, so yeah. A big thanks
0: to us for doing that. Thanks to the manager, thank you. Um, Vag, what's your coffee mission and what's next for you? Stage yours.
1: Good question. Uh, To be honest, I don't know. <laughs> like I'm, I'm 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 working on it and I have a few projects going going in the background. To be honest, the reason I, I I love what I'm doing is that through coffee I can learn more about life and myself. I can become a better human being. Like talking to customers or treating people nice that's something it, it's a people skill it, it's something that will make me better as a human being than as a like as a partner or as a father or like I'll be a better father to my kid one day I, I, and that that's my goal that's that's my drive every time I interact w- with um, with the customers and uh, with the team now what am i working on well I'm trying to, I try to deliver good coffee, of course, when I'm behind the bar. But I try to be more like, be be on the background, trying to promote like junior baristas or the trainees to, to yeah, speak speak what they have in their mind and like I try I try to be the leader I, I didn't have when I started doing coffee and like be someone that i I, I, can, I can give advice to people if if i'm asked to and give my honest opinion and it's not like
0: it's, I, I think you've nailed it where i mean i think that's beautiful what you said about try to be the the guidance that you didn't have i mean you know talk about you know the book again you know there is someone who's gonna meet you and because of meeting you and the way that you will be as a leader, their path will drastically change because of meeting you. And then obviously the backstory of his or her story, but, you know, and, uh, and you may change someone's life. And look, um, and I think it's perfect to say, well, we just read now. The only expectations we have is that Bag will share his secret Zika recipe. Uh, first, is there a joke going on? Is
1: wow. this coffee that you pop every day. <laughs> well, in Greece, we're very famous for our tzatziki sauce. It's more like a, a yogurt, a garlic sauce. And um, when I catch up with my friends, like pre-COVID day, because now we cannot, right? I used to be very good at, at making tzatziki. And, of course, uh, making a, a sauce a spread like this one takes a lot of time and takes a lot of dialing. Maybe you, you can put all things together, but in, at the same time, you taste all the time, you add some bit of this, some bit of olive oil, some bit of garlic, and you try to, to nail it. But this is actually a good way to, to like, uh, teach people about specialty coffee or teach, about, uh, teach um, uh, people about coffee. If you want to have a consistent product, you need to have a recipe. So in baking and in making tzatziki, you have recipes. So when you make espresso or a filter like coffee, you need a recipe. So, maybe this, this is a good way how to introduce people to when um, I mean, we make coffee nowadays. I will share my you recipe, with my friend, don't worry.
0: Maybe, we keep- maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe there's a way to include incorporated Ziki in coffee. Who knows? You prepare maybe, the special drinks. Next thing oh, to no.
1: be, you never know. This is how the crazy ideas come up.
0: Like. Maybe, hey, I mean, uh, we've seen a lot in the last twenty years. So.
1: <laughs> we will share the rights if we if we ever become rich. We will share the profit. Don't worry. <laughs> All we, will life, life, we will share the profit. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm sure we will. There we go. Suzuki making champion 2021. Um, Vek, big shout out. Big love to you. Big thank you. Uh don't give him ideas, please. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, um really appreciate your time. Uh, I know you have the right mindset and you're positive, but still like, keep strong over there, keep inspiring, keep doing what you're doing. And I hope to meet one day soon for, you know, at least a cup I of coffee. Been. London absolutely. or Melbourne, yeah. somewhere in the world.
1: We absolutely will. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure, man. My pleasure see you around
0: i'm sure i'll see
1: you around bye Ray, Bye.
0: there you have it um beautiful conversation with such a an incredible human um i don't want to title barista or coffee professional, just just a good human um me and bag have connected several times before uh, just 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 online and you you can just feel it when someone is just a good, good, good person like, like you are. And uh, I think that we shouldn't be afraid of being who we are if we have good intentions. So thank you Vag for coming on, thank you all for coming, especially uh, the good thoughtful as well as the funny comments uh, that were dropped on the chat, I appreciate. Um, if, if you're new, feel free to share this story, I'd love to. Uh, you know to share this as a story take a screenshot we always love to see new people in the community this podcast has all the recorded 96 previous episodes onto spotify apple podcast google podcast samsung android whatever uh whatever podcast you use uh they're available there youtube as well so you know for your commute feel free to catch on now a couple of things before i close it off um I hope you're all well, I hope that you're safe wherever you are in the world. This was episode 97, we're gonna do 98, 99, and 100, then we're gonna close season 1. So, season 1 closing doesn't mean they end it means we're preparing for a big season 2. Anyway, again, it's been a real pleasure, the hour is nearly up, see you later.